Such suspicions are not quite the same as emotions. I'm sure you can understand that distinction. I have this inkling that you have an interest in me. She didn't blurt it out, instead forced herself to pace these phrases. The thing of it is that I can't have a romantic relationship with you. Not that I want to. Now she was off the path of her rehearsed lines. Not that I wouldn't want to, because there's no specific reason that I wouldn't, but I... Well, what I'm trying to say is that even though I don't especially want to, if I did, then I couldn't. The waiter brought shrimp chips and peanut sauce. So that's that. All right, said Fitzgerald. I should have told you earlier when I first got that feeling. You've given the issue some thought. Not much, I just want to clarify. Fitz picked up a shrimp chip by its edge, dipped it in the peanut sauce with red pepper flakes, and crunched. His face became sweaty and bloomed red as he chewed, then coughed. He grasped the water glass and took a quick gulp. Ming said, Are you upset? He coughed to his right side and had difficulty stopping. He reminded himself to sit up straight while coughing, realized that he wasn't covering his mouth, covered his mouth, was embarrassed that his fair skin burned hot and red, wondered in a panicky blur if this redness would be seen to portray most keenly his injured emotional state, his physical vulnerability in choking, his anglocentric intolerance to chili, his embarrassment at not initially covering his mouth, his obvious infatuation with Ming, or, worst of all, could be interpreted as a feeble attempt to mask or distract from his discomfort at her preemptive romantic rejection. Ming was grateful for this interlude, for she had now entirely forgotten her rehearsed stock of diplomatically distant but consoling, though slightly superior, phrases. Hot sauce! <laughs> I'm fine, he gasped, coughing. There was a long restaurant pause in which Ming was aware of the other diners talking, although she could not perceive what their conversations were about. She said, I've embarrassed us both. I'm glad you mentioned it. So you are interested, she said. Or you were interested until a moment ago. Is that why you're glad that I mentioned it? It doesn't matter, does it? What you've just said has made it irrelevant. Or it would be irrelevant if it were previously relevant, but I'm glad you brought up your feelings, said Fitzgerald. He picked up the menu. Don't feel obliged to tell me whether I needed to say what I just said. It was great to study together. You've got a great handle on, on mitochondria. The waiter came. Ming felt unable to read the menu and pointed at a lunch item in the middle of the page. She got up to use the bathroom and wondered in the mirror why she had not worn lipstick, not taken a minute this morning to look good. Then she reminded herself that she should have actually taken measures to appear unattractive. Nonetheless, Ming examined her purse for lipstick, finding only extra pens and a crumpled exam schedule. When she returned, they smiled politely at each other for a little while. They ate— and the noodles fell persistently from Fitzgerald's chopsticks onto the plate, resisting consumption. Ming asked if he wanted a fork, and he refused. After a while, as Fitzgerald's pad thai continued to slither from his grasp, Ming caught the waiter's eye, who noticed Fitzgerald's barely-eaten plate, and brought a fork without Ming having to ask. Fitzgerald ate with the fork and craved a beer. "'We're great study partners,' said Ming, still holding her chopsticks." I want to clarify that it's not because of you. She had to get into medical school this year, and therefore couldn't allow distraction. 
Her family, she said, was modern in what they wanted for her education, and old-fashioned in what they imagined for her husband. They would disapprove of Fitzgerald, a non-Chinese. They would be upset with Ming, and she couldn't take these risks while she prepared to apply for medical school. The delicate nature of this goal, upon which one must be crucially focused, superseded everything else, Ming reminded Fitzgerald. He stopped eating while she talked. She looked down, stabbed her chopsticks into the noodles, and twisted them around. He asked, "'What about you?' "'What do you mean, me?' she said. "'Telling me this, did you feel interested?' "'I thought you might be. "'You might say that I've noticed you, but I accept the situation. "'Priorities.' The imperative of medical school applications carried the unassailable weight of a religious edict. "'Very well.' she said, as if they had clarified a business arrangement. The bill came. Fitzgerald tried to pay.